This is the Business of College Sports podcast with your host, the founder of businessofcollegesports.com, Christy Dosh. Find her on Twitter and Instagram at sportsbizmiss. Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Business of College Sports podcast. I felt like I needed to get on and talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of college basketball when it comes to the coronavirus. And so I went back to my friend Alan Verlander of Airstream Ventures. He's been very involved when the city of Jacksonville has hosted events in the tournament. And so I wanted to hear from him about how this impacts local economies and the local folks here working on the tournaments um, and just what this situation looks like from a business standpoint. So without further ado, here is my interview recorded today with Alan Verlander of Airstream Ventures. Thank you, Alan, so much for joining us last minute. Obviously, there is news seemingly breaking every few minutes about the coronavirus and its impact around sports. So I appreciate that you could give us a few minutes to talk about it, um, particularly how it affects local economies, because you've had the opportunity to be involved in Final Four events. And when I was thinking about who could I talk to that would really understand what this looks like, I thought of you. So thank you for coming back and joining the podcast again so soon. Yeah, who would have ever thought we'd be right back uh, here in the saddle talking about this, but it's, you know, we always talk about sports is a big business, but sports is a big business, not only because of the world of sports, but the economic impact it has on local communities. And so we're, we're, uh, we're about to see this as the coronavirus kind of strikes and sports organizations are having to make some tough decisions. Yeah. So as we're recording this and I feel like I, you know, this will change any minute. So I want to talk about kind of where we're at now and where people are saying it could go later today. But right now where we're at is that the NCAA has said they will host the tournament without fans in attendance. So as of this recording, they're still planning on having games. I saw on Twitter just before we got on to record um, that I think it was one of the Mac games. They've pulled the student athletes off the court. They're taking everybody's temperatures. I think I saw news pop up about another game where they're checking student athletes. What do you think of the NCAA's decision and all these conferences that are deciding to go on with their conference tournaments about the idea of continuing to play, you know, potentially without fans, but still hosting the games at this point? You know, I, God, there's a lot of things. One, I mean, you know, that student athlete experience, um, is definitely it's going to be different in the NCAA. I mean, part of playing in the NCAA tournament and and in these conference tournaments, you got a lot of fans. Um, the buildings are going to be empty now. I know the NCAA and these conferences are really looking at all the health um, repercussions of everything and the possibilities of you know this pandemic getting more and more and more. Um, and so you know they're talking to. I mean, having been in those situations around hurricanes possible and all these other things, you're talking to the experts. So I, I know and feel confident that the NCAA is talking to experts in the medical field about that. Um, and they're making the best decisions that, that they can, but um, you know, it's, it's going to have a, a major impact um, in it. Now, it, having said that um, so many of these events in the world of sports that we live in are made for TV events anyway. Right. And so, um, you know, that they're, they're still getting their TV money. They're still getting all of that, but there is going to be an economic impact for those local communities that have been planning on this a year or two years or whatever it is, um, that, that 
you know, is, is hard, but I know that the NCAA conferences and PGA tour and all that, um, whoever is making the decisions, you know, they're looking at all of that, but they feeling like they're, they're making the best decision medically and, and uh, socially and culturally for their, for their organization. And you touched on something I wanted to ask, you know, having been involved at the local level, how long have these communities like Atlanta with the final four and the title game, how long has a community like that been planning and making preparations for these events? You know, a couple of years. I mean, cities like Atlanta, they do sporting events, you know, so much and they've hosted final fours and all that. But at the same time, um, these planning committees work on them a while. When we've hosted the first and second rounds or second and third rounds of the NCAA tournament here in Jacksonville, you know, we start working on that about 18 months uh, before, and then it really starts heating up a year before, and then, you know, it, it, it gets going. So a lot of people have put a lot of work into it, um, and not only just that local organizing committee, but the hotels and the transportation companies and um, you know, a lot of people have put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and it's it's just an unfortunate situation. And we've heard from the NCAA that some of their losses in this will be covered by business interruption insurance. How does that work locally? Is there any sort of insurance for the folks planning the event locally? You know, it, it depends on what type of insurance that, you know, organizations have. So, um, uh, you know, the hotels or um, where those teams are staying. So in a second and third round, you've got eight different hotels where those mm-hmm. are staying. Well, there's there's food and there's there's the rooms and all of that. So every hotel, I'm sure, has uh, that type of coverage. But where it really affects um, your economy is like the bellmen who are counting on the that, you know, maybe three, four, five hundred dollars in tips that we get. Right. Well, those are people that need that money because they gotta buy shoes for their kids or they mm. gotta put food on the table or that Uber driver that, you know, took on Uber shifts because they needed a little bit extra money or um, you know, the, those are the trickle down effects. Those waiters and waitresses in those restaurants that are busting it because of those same things. So Yes, globally, economically, it, it hurts the hotels and all that, but there are a lot of hardworking people in, in the country and all these different sites. Man, they've been planning on that for three, four, five months. And right. This weekend, I'm going to make a lot of money that I can either put in savings or pay for my kids or stuff like that. So it's the, the economic effect of this, while not just hitting the NCAA, it's hitting the little people. Um, and I don't mean that diminishing i mean just the, the the people that aren't in the spotlight right that rely on these these events economically to you know help make ends meet so um and they don't definitely don't have insurance on that so yeah um you know it's 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 a hard situation and and um you know it's just it's very unfortunate what about local sponsors who would be you know uh, partners here locally that would be involved in uh, if we had a round of the tournament and i keep saying here because you and i both live in the jacksonville area but in the yeah, cities yeah, yeah. that are being affected this year um it, how does this affect sponsors what do you think those conversations look like well on the ncaa side of it you know that there's no local sponsors that are involved it's all the national sponsors um so they're the ones that have that bought you know and paid millions of dollars for for the rights not sure how the ncaa is is dealing with that i know they television and all of that's tied into it so they're going to get plenty of branding but um you know i mean companies and and um um 
you know, we're, we're dealing with, um, you know, local companies that have bought tickets and all of that. So um, I know they have a refund process. Uh, but, you know, you look at client entertainment. So I know a lot of companies here in Jacksonville, when we've done it, they brought clients in. Mm-hmm. Well, are those clients now going to fly in and what are they going to do with their travel and mm-hmm. um, all these different things? So, you know, there are, um, while sometimes sponsorships and, and there's not those allowed, there's other ways that, that corporations do this and, and client entertainment's a big one. So um, I know, um, you know, with the Players' Championship that we're having currently in our backyard and, and all these other tournaments, that's huge. And so, you know, corporations are having to make decisions, um, you know, to, to, to do away with that. Right. I, I didn't think about it until this morning, but I had recently in the last couple of months read an article about Clemson and it was about um, donations around their football success. And it talked about, you know, their development folks having big meetups prior to the national championship game. And this was actually from not this previous season, but the season before and talked about sort of, you know, wine and dining, the alumni that are there for the game and the, the donations that came out of that. And so it started occurring to me this morning, a lot of my work has always been around the impact that a deep run in the basketball tournament or, you know, a football national championship has on the university in terms of, you know, applications and enrollment and donations and, you know, all these sort of tangential effects we know it has. If the tournament were to get canceled, you know, I was thinking this morning, somebody like Rutgers who you know, looked like they were going to make it into the tournament and potentially still will if we still have the tournament who, you know, haven't had a run since the early nineties, you know, the impact that would have had or will have on the university, you know, I keep saying would have, because I really think maybe they're going to call this and they're going to either delay March madness or, you know, come up with some other solution and not play these games because of what happened in the NBA last evening with them canceling, or I'm sorry, suspending uh, the season for now, you know, and we're starting to see more and more events consider it. And obviously there's a lot of puzzle pieces that have to come together to delay, postpone, suspend as far as TV schedules and arena schedules and everything else. And I think that's why we're not hearing these decisions being made immediately, but what do you think personally? Do you think the NCAA will come back and somehow postpone or suspend the tournament? You know, I mean, of course uh, there's a week to go. I mean, selection Sunday is, is in a couple of days and this thing is, this virus has been moving. I mean, just think of everything that's happened in the last 24 hours. So Never say never, but I, I, I think, you know, my gut right now as we record this is, you know, they'll continue with the NCAA. I, I, the interesting thing is conversely on this, I think it will be the TV ratings could be astronomical because people are going to want to watch the games, not right. only for the games itself, but now what does it look like? This is weird, you know? Um, so I think you're going to get that extra um, maybe awareness around it because it's now this this weird kind of vortex that we're in. Um, and so the Rutgers, to use your example, th- if they are able to make a run or, you know, Florida Gulf Coast years ago or, you know, Loyola or those type of Cinderella stories that we all love around March Madness, it could even have a more heightened effect right. uh, because the TV eyeballs are even that much greater. So, you know, I, th- I think, um, 
there's a lot to be still determined. And in, in, in a few hours, the world may all change. Yeah. But um, well, actually, I, know, I'm looking at my phone while we're talking, the world's already changing during our conversation. The AAC canceled its men's and women's basketball tournament. The Big Ten pulled Michigan and Rutgers off the court. And now they have canceled the tournament. And the SEC has also just announced they're canceling the remainder of their tournament, Big 12, saying the same thing. So I think the dominoes are starting to fall literally as we speak. I'm I'm sad we are not live on the air somewhere, but I'm going to get this published pretty quickly. And, um, you know, I think just still a relevant conversation around the domino impact this has. And that's not to say these decisions aren't the right decisions, but really just looking at what the financial impact is. Everybody keeps talking about what's going to happen to the NCAA financially because this is 80% of their annual revenue is wrapped up in the basketball tournament. But again, they do have business interruption policies. They have reserves. Like you said, it's that bellman that was counting on the tips this weekend. It's the hotels and the restaurants and the small businesses that have been counting on this. And they've been you know, staffing up and supplying up and getting ready for this big push they thought was coming into town. And now it sounds like it likely won't be, at least not right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of um, companies, small companies, as we run, you know, all different kinds of events here for the last, you know, many years that, that, you know, transportation company that has a $25,000 contract with, um, you know, the NCAA that we put together and, and that uh, waitress that is, you know, expecting that big boost this weekend because, you know, she's a single mother and she, you know, needs to put food on our, our table or that bellman that is trying to provide for his whole family and Uber driver. And the list goes on and on and on. And so, um, you know, we're going to see some really, really um, residual effects. And, you know, the NCAA has smart lawyers and, and their insurance and all of that. It's just unfortunate that the, the, the people that aren't in the profile are really going to be damaged financially by this. And, you know, as, as a society, and I think it, it forces those of us that do have means to really, um, you know, be on the lookout for those people. And this needs to be an extra time to help them and, and um, maybe give a, a, a little more giving because of that fact that, um, you know, they're going to go without and it's going to crush their family. And so um, as much as people have lost their lives from this virus and, and it's widespread, um, I think it's time as a society that it's like, you know what, this is touching and hurting a lot of people, maybe right. this is a time that it pulls our country together and says, everybody's got to help everybody and yeah, quit all this craziness and let's get together. That's yeah. right. So maybe some good comes out of this and, um, but you know, time will tell. Let me ask you one final question I thought of. If we're now looking at a situation where potentially they might want to try to push this back, maybe things look better in a month. I kept hearing on SportsCenter this morning, they were talking about let's have May madness instead of March madness. How difficult would it be? You know, I, I originally I was just thinking about the arenas and if they had something there, could they bump it in order to play the basketball tournament? But now I'm thinking about like hotel capacity and that kind of stuff. How difficult do you think it would be to move this and play it in April or May? It'd be challenging. I mean, I, I, you can certainly do it with, with enough money. You can do anything, but um, you know, it would be hard because in some of these communities um, you know, in Jacksonville, May is a huge tourism month for us. And so you may not have the capacities in the hotels and um, certainly 
you put all the teams in a full service hotel. Atlanta, not going to be a problem. They got a million full service hotels. Right. Tampa, some of these big cities. So they may have to move it to different sites, which, you know, they'd have enough time to do that, that have that full capacity of plenty of full service hotels. So I, I know for sure there's going to be a lot of moving parts to this. Um, you know, and, and, and the people that are being critical of these decisions, I do want, because I've been in, in the war room, so to speak, of, of having to make these decisions. There, there are people that are very smart people that are like you and I um, that are doing the best they can. It's not like there's a playbook that you say, oh, if a virus comes in, this is what we do. We do A, B, and C. Right. We've never been dealt with this. You know, we've been dealt with hurricanes before or things like that, but never, nothing, there's no manual for this. So, um, you know, they're, they're making the best decisions that they feel are in the, um, you know, best interest of the people. And so, um, you know, it, it it's going to be interesting of, of how this is all going to play out and, yeah. and hopefully it, it begins to slow down and we, the medicines and all of that, and these doctors figure it out. So, um, you know, it, I, as I, as I say, and I'll, I'll end with this, I think it's just time as a country that, um, let's look out for the people that are going to be affected for this and figure out how mm -hmm. uh, those of us that have been very blessed, how we can maybe do some things to help them. Agreed. Thank you. I think that's a great note to end on. I would just want to thank everybody for joining us for this bonus episode. I hope that you've got some of your questions answered. If there are any other questions you have, you can feel free to reach out to me, uh, Christy at ChristyDosh.com or shoot me a direct message on Twitter at SportsBizMiss, M-I-S-S. -S. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Christy. Always good to visit with you.